Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, Mujerones. Welcome to our first interview podcast episode. I am so excited because I have one of my favorite boxeadoras and also one of my very close amigas here today. She has such an incredible story. And our title today is Perseverance is Key. Now, I think Sulem Urbina is the definition of a mujeron that perseveres, and I felt that it was so important to share her story and how she has been able to overcome so many adversities, so many obstacles through life, and I'm so excited, so please help me welcome Sulem Urbina. Amiga, thank you so much for being here today and giving us the time to share your story. Thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. I feel so empowered and so motivated by you. And you're somebody that I look up to very much. So I'm just excited to be here with you. I want you to just tell us a little bit about your boxing background when you started, because I know that even the story of how you got involved in boxing is very interesting. So can you tell us a little bit about that? So uh, my family and I, we came here undocumented when I was a, a kid. I grew up here in South Phoenix and it's, you know, being undocumented, it whole different world to a child that doesn't have certain opportunities. I have two older brothers and two younger brothers. So I'm the only woman, the only daughter in, in my house. My dad is my everything. He, um, he supports me very much. And I started boxing because of my dad. He actually was one of the only ones that supported me. My two older brothers started attending a local boxing club. And, you know, that hermanita wants to tag along. I get in there metiche. She wants to prove <laughs> that she can do everything that the boys can do. And they didn't want to take me. I'm the little sister. So they obviously said no. Fortunately, my father forced them to take me with them. And I fell in love with boxing. I fell in love with boxing. And my mother was not going to have it. She said, Sulam, boxing is not for, for girls. You're gonna, you should be at home helping me at home yeah. with the chores, you know, and you shouldn't be in the gym. So it was short lived when I was a kid. I couldn't box. I boxed for like a year or so. I had four fights when I was little and that was it. My mother was not having it. And traditional Mexican family, they want the woman to be tending at home, you know. Yeah. And once I was older, I was old enough to drive. You know, I drove myself to the gym because I knew that's what I wanted to do. Amazing. And I remember because I actually know Sulem way before we collaborated through Mujeron, which she was the first collaboration I did when we had an event and it was amazing. But before that, I actually met her because my brother used to box as well. So we would see each other at like the fights and stuff. And I think the most empowering thing I would say about Sulem is that if she wasn't fighting, she looked fabulous. And I mean, <laughs> you look fabulous on the ring, but this girl had her hair so long and she just had like this amazing body, obviously, because she always worked out. So I love that you are able to portray that, you know, a sport that is so dominated by men 
that even the females that are a part of this, the women, they're so categorized almost as like a tomboy or, or manly. And you just bring that feminine side to it. Even in your weigh-ins, you've been able to kind of wear like those really cute bikinis. How has that been for you? Well, you know, it, it's something that I think has been um, forced upon us that if we dress or are very feminine, then we don't perform very well in our sport. It, it, it comes across in every single sport. For some reason, people think femininidad está peleada con el boxeo. And it's not like that. We can be feminine and we can fight too. You know, it's just like the construction worker that works all day. He doesn't stay in his construction outfit all weekend, gets to come home, change and put on his normal clothes. And before me being a boxer, I'm a woman. I'm a mujeron. So yes, <laughs> I love it. You know, I love my heels. I love my dresses. I love showing the hard work that I've put in, in, in the gym, you know, the dedication, you know, it takes a lot for a boxer to hit the scale, feel great fighting and look good. It takes a lot of perseverance with your eating habits, your sleeping patterns, everything. You know, boxing takes up your whole life. You have to schedule your whole day around it. And why can't I show off my body if I'm proud of myself and I'm happy with how I look? Why can't I embrace it, you know? Yeah, I love that. It's such an important message to just let all the women know that whatever you do or as a profession doesn't define you, you can also show that femininity through your your clothes, your fashion, makeup and all of that. And I think that that also doesn't define us. You know, it doesn't define you in the ring because you are yeah. such a wonderful fighter. I mean, your record shows it. And just because, you know, you wear heels doesn't mean that you can't get down on the ring. So. And, and that's why I love that word mujeron because it describes everything. It absolutely embraces everything that we are. You can be feminine, you can be tough, you can be ferocious, you can be anything. You're a mujeron. A mujeron is is just so hard to explain. And that word empowers all of it. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that perspective. So I firsthand saw, been following your career and because we've been friends, I've seen how you had gone to Mexico when you were competing for, for Mexico and how so many times you were so close and it just didn't happen. How were you able to continue? And even I feel like at the end, there was some sort of conflict there with the actual organization. So how were you able to overcome all those doors closed and still come back and say, you know what, I'm going to become a professional and I'm still going to fulfill my dream? When I was a kid, all I wanted to was to be a professional boxer and to win a world championship. That's That was my big dream. And as I got older and as I became a big sister, my younger brother started boxing Alexis. And him and I became came with the idea of him and I being the first brother and sister duo since women's boxing was introduced to the Olympics in 2012. Mm -hmm. We were like, hey, let's do it. For 2016, you know, that dream came about of going after it and making history as a brother and sister duo, him representing Team USA and myself representing Team Mexico. I had a lot of success in Mexico. He was national champion here in the U.S. And unfortunately, he passed away in 2013. Mm -hmm. And my world came crumbling down. I mean, it's going to be seven years since he's been gone. And I sit here and I remember that time that I kept going, you know, he was gone, but I was still chasing that Olympic dream. And I was lost. I was completely lost. I 
my my head wasn't in the right place. Um, you know, I was ferocious. I wanted to fight and I wanted to win. And that's where I felt closest to him. And I wanted to make him so proud. And now I realized that I had forgotten so much about myself. In this seventh year, I'm realizing that it's okay for me to enjoy myself, for me to be happy, for me to, you know, want to triumph for myself also, not just for him, you know. I do everything in, in his memory and I'm, I know that he would want me to also be happy. So it's been a road that I've been traveling and looking back in my journey to the amateurs, I was this close to qualifying to the Olympics and to making it happen. I was, I felt defeated when I didn't because I felt like I let my brother down. I let my family down, you know, so many years of hard work and being away from my family because at the time I was living in Mexico City. I felt like a complete failure. And all that has helped me grow and develop into the woman that I am today and the athlete that I am today. I'm finally realizing and healing and doing things for myself. I'm finally learning to smile again and not feel guilty for being happy because I know my little brother would want me to be happy. For sure he would. So I feel like many times when we're chasing a dream, we encounter these obstacles, whether it is our own self-doubt, whether it is some people, maybe they don't have the documents to be here, whatever it might be, there's so many different things that you have gone through in order to fulfill this dream. And even your brother passing away, how difficult that has been. I feel like it's so important to really just talk about how you were able to just overcome these obstacles more than anything, because sometimes like in my case, I mean, thankfully no one has ever passed away so close, but how do you go through something like that and still come out as a champion? You know, it's, it's something that you can't describe in English. It's Mm -hmm. something called ganas. Echale ganas, you know, you, you wake up in the morning and you're like, you know what, le voy a echar todas las ganas del mundo. I'm going to wake up with my right foot first and one foot in front of the other. You know, it's taking little steps at a time. You don't have to take these big leaps. You just have to take it one step at a time. And that's what's gotten me by. I, I came here, I've been un, uh, undocumented my whole life. And then boxing comes into my life and I'm pretty good at it, but I can't do anything with it because I'm undocumented. So you know what? I pack my bag and I leave to Mexico and then I can't come back. <laughs> I can't come back. And it's not something just anybody does. You know, how many people don't we know that they hear and immig- the immigration system is, is so wrong. And a lot of us can't make our dreams come true and I decided I wasn't going to be one of those people so I packed my bags I left to Mexico I went after it unfortunately it didn't happen but I know I gave it all I could I tried making the Olympic team and now I'm back here in the United States thanks to to boxing and I'm doing well striving for that world championship and I'm a mujeron I'm a mujeron because because everything that I've been through one way or another whether it's I may calm down, I may get knocked down and have a hard time and cry and have my a few day a few hours or days of sorrow, but then I get back up and I start fighting and I keep going and and that's all you can do. I mean, you can't give up. You can't give up because tomorrow I do not want to sit there and say I didn't give it all I had. I don't want any doubt in my mind. I want to know that I did all I could 
with whatever was given to me with all the possibilities that I could take advantage of and everything that I could do. And I did it all. And you know what? This is what it came about. And I'm satisfied. Wow. That's so powerful. Just thinking about like in anything that you are doing, ladies, that you're listening to us, no matter what you're doing, just give it your all so that you don't have espina, you know, later yeah. on. I didn't give it my all or maybe I could have done that. And this way, you know that you got up every day and I mean obviously there's gonna be days que no nos vamos a sentir unos mujerones but yeah. for the most part give it your all so that you can achieve those goals and, and make that difference and I feel like it's so important to also say when you are going after those goals and you're you're stepping up and and showing up for yourself it's so important because your story is so inspirational. We're just seeing it. Even with you, Sulem, you know, you get up and you go after your goal and you inspire so many people. And not only do you just box, but I feel like you always have a message, even in your uniform. The last time that we were able to collaborate through your uniform, you wore our Mujeron uh, sports bra. And then can you tell us about your trunks? My trunks were a symbol of you know, femininity. Um, I'm in the uh, in the ring and I look like a ferocious killer and, you know, <laughs> I'm ready uh, to go for, for the win. And, and then you look at my trunks and they're beautiful uh, modeling women and, you know, in dresses and I love flowers and I just embrace, that's my style. It's my thing. And I know that it, it shows other girls that you don't have to hide your femininity in manly sports. You don't because um, it is the take over and us women are taking over and we're coming and we're coming strong and I just want to show everybody that femininity and sports go together yes yes they do what would you say to maybe Sulem a few years ago who was lost who wasn't quite sure what the future held what would you tell her I would tell her to take a deep breath that everything would be okay mm. And keep on going because the woman that you will become, will you will be very proud of. I would just reassure her to not doubt herself. Thank you so much, Sulem, for your time, for sharing your story. I, I just want to tell you one more time, your story inspires me so much. And I'm so grateful that we crossed paths, that we're able to collaborate and that you represent Mujerones all over the world in that ring. We're going to be cheering for you. I know that you will get that world championship. Anything else that you want to add maybe to those women who are currently, maybe where we were at a few years ago, lost, and, and they're currently trying to find themselves and going after their goals? We have to try and communicate with one another. Sometimes we think we're alone in this. And sometimes we can't speak to our partners or can't speak to men. And we're not alone. A lot of women are going through the same things we're going through. A lot of women are feeling the same things. And we have to communicate with each other. We have to talk to each other. We need to support each other. We need to talk to each other. We need to just have trust and love for one another and be kind to one another. In this era, I, th I think we get to be a little too judgmental and we forget to be kind and to listen and just be there, you know? And I think that the moment that we start learning to actually support each other, no matter the race, no matter the distance, whatever, just communicating with one another, we're going to really make this world a better place. Thank you. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much. Where can we find you on social media? I'm always um, 
being supported by my good friend at Mujeron. Yes. So anywhere <laughs> on Instagram with the Mujeron movement and um, Sule Murbina uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I just keep it simple with my name. And thank you all very much for supporting me and sharing my story. And if there's anything that I can help support in, I mean, I'm more than happy to. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we'll definitely be following you, following everything that you do. Thank you again. And ladies, there you have it. Perseverance is key. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.